0: Jesus, please take us from this grandstand world. It's time we got into the game. Oh, Jesus, I have promised to serve thee to the end. Be thou forever near me, my master and my friend. I shall not fear the battle. If thou art by my side, nor wander from the pathway, if thou wilt be my guide, O, oh, let me hear Thee speaking in accents clear and still. I dare not trust my judgment, Thy way shall be my will. Oh, speak to reassure me, To hasten or control. Oh, speak and help me listen, Thou guardian of my soul O oh, Jesus thou hast promised to all who follow thee that where thou art in glory there shall thy servant be And Jesus i have promised to serve thee to the end O oh, give me grace to follow my master and my friend oh let me see thy footprints and in them plant mine own my hope to follow duly is in thy strength alone oh guide me call me, draw me uphold me to the end and then in heaven receive me, my savior and my friend. O Jesus, I have promised to serve thee to the end. Be thou forever near me, my master and my friend. I shall not fear the battle if thou art by my side, nor wander from the pathway, if thou wilt be my guide. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for his instrumental entitled Montauk, Point. Found at Incompetech.com. Irving the Candle. This is the story of Irving the Candle. Irving was unaware of what he was, but he knew he had a lot to do in this world. His defenses were always up because others were always trying to snuff out his light. Indeed, Irving spent his entire day just defending his wick from the snuffers he encountered. Though his light never went out, it did burn dim. One day Irving Candle picked up a copy of the Bible and began reading Jesus' directions that if you are standing before the altar in the temple offering a sacrifice to God, and you suddenly remember that if someone has something against you, leave your sacrifice there beside the altar, go and be reconciled to that person, then come and offer your sacrifice to God. Irving was a smart candle. He knew he had a lot of grievances against the snuffers in his life but it seemed really important to him to fight against the oppression of light these snuffers laid on him. He felt if he didn't fight them, his light would be snuffed out, permanently. He felt if he didn't defend himself, his light and his life would be over. He put his holy Bible down, thinking to himself that if he would just fight this battle against the current snuffer in his life and win, he wouldn't need to fight anymore. I'll just fight this one and then I'll try to let go of my grievances after that, he told himself. But a strange thing happened. Irving Kendall never could fight that last battle because there was always other, more important battles that threatened his light. These battles took his attention away from his true purpose, which was to shine, and made him think his purpose was to defend his wick from the oppressors of light. There never was a last battle, only the next battle. There never was a time when he could realize his full potential of lightness because he was so into defending his wick. As Irving Candle continued to defend his wick, his light grew dimmer and dimmer. It didn't go out, because God created Irving as light, but because Irving thought his purpose was to defend his wick, he found his goals shifted and changed hopelessly. His purpose was always outer-directed. Though he felt justified in defending his wick, he was not really achieving his goal of being the light, and he began to be depressed by that. Suddenly it dawned on Irving Candle, as he thought about his light-snuffer landlord that had bilked him out of some money, that focusing on the light... His faith in God's provision for him and his family was more important than focusing on the dark, his resentment toward his landlord. Suddenly, it occurred to Irving Candle that the best thing he could do for his family was teach them by his example and fully submit to Jesus' commands to love those who persecuted him and forgive those who do him wrong. He knew full submission to Jesus would invite his light to shine through him completely, healing him deeply. If Irving could learn to routinely give it all up to Jesus rather than focus on defending his wick, his family would learn how to be better lights in this world of snuffers. It was at this point that Irving Candle dropped his previous unattainable goals of defending his wick. He did not want to be in a state of wickedness. The wick snuffers were too numerous, and they always found his blind spot when they came up behind him as he walked life's path. He decided to look at the snuffers as opportunities to even grow closer to Jesus. No longer was he going to fight them, but he was going to use them as motivation to catapult him into Jesus' arms. He was going to pray for those who tried to snuff him out and ask Jesus for help in learning how to forgive. He knew truly with God all things are possible. He knew with God the burdens are lifted. Irving Candle and his family lived happily ever after. They knew God was their source, and they shined brightly wherever they went. No one could ever doubt that Irving Candle was a child of God. My Jesus, I love thee, I know thou art mine, for thee all the follies of sin I resign. My gracious Redeemer, my Savior art thou, if ever I love thee, my Jesus, tis now. I love thee because thou hast first loved me, and purchased my pardon on Calvary's tree. I love thee for wearing the thorns on thy brow, if ever I love thee, my Jesus tis now. I'll love thee in life, I will love thee in death, and praise thee as long as thou lendest me breath. And say when the death dew lies cold on my brow, if ever I love thee, my Jesus, tis now. In mansions of glory and endless delight, I'll ever adore thee in heaven so bright. I'll sing with the glittering crown on my brow. If ever I love thee, my Jesus, tis now. My Jesus, I love thee, I know thou art mine, For thee all the follies of sin I resign. My gracious Redeemer, my Savior art thou, If ever I loved thee, my Jesus tis now. I love thee because thou hast first loved me, And purchased my pardon on Calvary's tree. I love thee for wearing the thorns on thy brow, If ever I love thee, my Jesus, tis now. I'll love thee in life, I will love thee in death, and praise thee as long as thou lendest me breath. And say, when the death dew lies cold on my brow, If ever I love thee, my Jesus, tis now, In mansions of glory and endless delight, I'll ever adore thee in heaven so bright, I'll sing with the glittering crown on my brow, If ever I love thee, my Jesus, tis now. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for his tune, Autumn Day, found at Incompetech.com. Jesus, please take us from this grandstand world. It's time we got into the game you are so tired of this grandstand world Where feelings never seem to change Sometimes this world seems so unjust I think we'll find, I hope we'll find That through your mind, the sidelines aren't for us